Praise God. Praise God. Amen. I am thankful to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Thankful to have each and every one of you here tonight. Give honor to our pastor. Amen. Who gave me this opportunity tonight to speak to you. I'm going to be reading from three books of the Bible. All say the same thing. So if you can't get to all of them, you'll know what they say. But Matthew chapter 5. Mark chapter 4 and Luke chapter 11. Matthew chapter 5. We'll read verse 15. It says, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Mark 4:21 says and he said unto them is a candle brought to be put under a bushel or under a bed and not to be set on a candlestick Luke 11:33 he said no man when he hath lighted a candle putteth it in a secret place neither under a bushel but on a candlestick that they which come in may see the light Tonight, for just a very short while, I'm going to be mindful of your time. I want to talk to you on the subject, shedding light on my bushel. Shedding light on my bushel. Can we go to the Lord in prayer right now? Father, we love you. God, we thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. God, we thank you, Lord, that you have brought us into this place one more time. God, we are grateful tonight, God, that you came God, that we could come, God, boldly, God, but yet humbly. God, we're grateful that we have this opportunity tonight. God, I pray that you would shine in this place. God, shine into our hearts tonight and shine through us, oh Lord, I pray. And we give you glory and honor and praise. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You can be seated tonight. The McMillans were at the turn of the century when a young man in a suit came to their village to begin to tell them that they would soon have electricity for the very first time. The McMillans responded with enthusiasm and they filled out the forms and they signed all the paperwork necessary to make sure that as soon as electricity was available to them, they would be the first to know. Finally, the day came and they were able to receive this electricity. But their neighbors were a little more cautious. After all, they had lived without electricity forever and had managed just fine. Finally, the big day finally had arrived and the McMillans invited the entire neighborhood to come and watch as they would soon flip the light switch and see just what would take place. With a dramatic flourish, Mr. McMillan flipped the switch and the bulbs began to illuminate. And for the first time ever, that house was completely filled with light. It was more beautiful than any could have imagined. It lit up every room, every crevice, every place in that house had now been illuminated by this light bulb. And there was a gasp. Oh, how magnificent. Oh, how beautiful this light. 
how beautiful your home is. And then there was another gasp. Oh, oh, how filthy. Oh, how disgusting, how dirty. It was true. As splendid and lovely as the light was, it shed on some things that they had never noticed before because the little bit of light that they had did not show all of their filth. The walls were grimy. There were cobwebs in the corner of every room and dust covered the floor. Some of their neighbors decided right then and there that they never wanted electricity. They would never suffer the embarrassment of having their home exposed by the light. But that night after the party, Miss McMillan began to weep and she said, Oh, I'm so thankful that we signed up for this. I'm so thankful that we were able to have that light in our home tonight. Sure, it was a little embarrassing, but I cannot believe we've lived with all of that filth for this long and did not realize it until we had the light. She said, I cannot believe that that is here. And and so she urged her husband to help her. And they began scrubbing and sweeping and wiping and washing all of the filth away. And within a day, their house was cleaner than it had ever been. And again, she said and looked at her husband and said, I am so very thankful to have that light. I did not realize all that we've been living in. I did not realize all the filth that was there until we had real light. However, like their neighbors, many people choose to live their life in the dark They don't want anyone seeing the dirt. They don't want anybody noticing the cobwebs and and their past and all the things that they've been living in and living through. So they say, don't don't get me near that light. I, I don't want anybody to see what I've been going through. So I'm going to live in the shadows and in the darkness. They avoid the light for fear that they might see the truth and be forced to clean up their lives. John speaks of this in John 3. He said, and this is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. The message says it like this. This is the crisis that we are in. God light streamed into the world. But men and women everywhere ran for the darkness. They went for the darkness because they were not really interested in pleasing God. Everyone who makes a practice of doing evil, addicted to denial and illusion, hates God light and won't come near it fearing a painful exposure. I I don't want to see my reality. I don't want too many lights on that show me my faults and my failures and my hangups. I I don't need extra lighting to show those things. I, I know some of it's there, but I choose to ignore it. It goes on to say, but anyone working and living in truth and reality welcomes that God light so the work can be seen for the God work that it is. 
The ones that are living in truth say, God, I want to do this the right way. God, I want my life to be pure. I want my life to be holy. So God, shine into my darkness. God, shine to where I am today. Show me if there's something I need to remove. Show me if there's something in my life that I need to clean up. Show me because I want to see the God work that it is. I wonder if there are any McMillans in the house tonight that would say, God, show me. God, flip the switch on. God, let everybody see. Let everybody take notice that I'm not perfect, that I don't have it all together. God, but I'm going to get busy and I'm going to get to work and I'm going to begin to remove the things that are there that do not belong. God, I want exposure. I want my life to be illuminated. I want to shed light on some things that have been trying to cover up my light and my life for far too long. God, tonight, before I leave this place, I want to identify my bushel and I want to remove it tonight. I don't want anything covering my light. I don't want anything keeping my light at bay when there's somebody out there looking for that light. We all have our bushels. Bushels are not bad. They were used for good purpose. They were used for measuring grain and wheat and things like that. And, and they served purpose. But used in the wrong way could be devastating. Tonight I challenge us to shed some light on our bushels and remove them from our lives. We do no favors to our friends when we hide our light our God-given light under a bushel. You're not protecting your family and your loved ones when you hide your light under your bushel. You're not doing anybody any favors, but perhaps you are blocking the only ray of light that may shine into their darkness. Tonight, I challenge you, address your bushels. Realize what they are and say, God, I don't want them in my life anymore. I want your light to shine. Matthew 5 says, ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. It cannot be hid. You can afford for it to be hidden. It doesn't matter what anybody tries to do. I have put you in a place on a hill where you're going to shine so bright that others that are when they're walking by, they're going to see you. He said, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And for my light to truly shine, there can be nothing covering that light. In order for me to shine that light the way God intended it, I've got to make sure that I don't have anything covering it up. The truth is, Matthew, Mark, and Luke all have this in their writings saying, don't put it under a bushel. 
Don't hide it. Don't keep it where somebody can't see it. Don't hide it under a bed. Don't just not keep it under a bushel and leave it there. But I want you to take it and I want you to put it up on a candlestick. And I want you to lift it up high and proud and say, here it is. Here is my light. This is it right here. I'm not hiding it, but I'm proud of what I am. Don't put it somewhere where it will be limited within its reach. Don't allow things to get between the light you possess and the place that that light is meant to shine. Jesus would not have made this such a big deal if it wasn't such a big deal. The reality is he saw our bushels. He saw our coverings. He saw the things that we hide behind and the excuses we have and and the things that somehow creep into our lives and cover our light. And he said, that cannot happen. It's not a matter of something separating us from the love of Jesus. That cannot happen. But it is a matter of something getting in the way of us showing that love of Jesus to others. If we are not careful, we will be like the guy who got the Holy Ghost one Sunday night. He was baptized in Jesus' name, and he went to work on Monday, and he spent all week at work, and he was so excited when he walked in the next week on Sunday morning. He said, oh, pastor, you're going to be so proud of me. Pastor, you're going to be so excited. I spent all week working with all of those men and all of my friends out there on the job, and none of them found out I was a Christian. Bubba, you missed it because once you get that light and once that light gets in shine of you, you've got to tell everybody. He said, I want you to let your light shine. Let it shine before men. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't be embarrassed by it. Say, here it is. Look what I found. Look what I came in contact with on Sunday night. God put something inside of me, and I've come to tell you it's real. I know it's real because I was walking into that place dull and boring and broken, but God found me, and he ignited a passion inside of me, and I'm here to day on Monday morning at my job to tell you I'm a follower of him. I've been blood bought. I got baptized in Jesus name. What's that you ask? Oh, that's when I go down in water and I come up again a brand new man. I'm buried with Christ in baptism. Come on, shine your light. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't hide out. Don't put it under a bushel. Be proud of who you are. Tell everybody he said. Let them see the transforming power of God's hand. It's time we shed light on our bushels and say, no more. It's time the church comes out from hiding. It's time we come out from the bushel and shine like we have never shown before. They better get back up on the candlestick and let all the house see. Let every person that walks by, let every person that gets near you look at you and say, there's something different about you. There's something real about what you have. I don't know what it is, but there's something. It's shining from you. You say, oh, I I know what it is. I know what it is. He, He gave me a light. He told me that I would be the light of the world. God... You know my bushels. You know the things that are covering up my life. 
God, if, if my bushel is a bad attitude and every time I walk out of this place and I walk into my job on Monday morning and I'm grumbling and I'm complaining and I'm talking about how rough life is and how boring church was yesterday and how I don't have any friends and I don't have a good life, why in the world would anybody want to walk into that with you? Why would anybody want to come to church with you when you're talking like that? What's got to happen is you've got to say, God, I've had a very bad attitude and it's been covering my light. God, but I don't want a bushel anymore. God, I want you to make me aware of the things that are happening to me and in me that is causing me to put things over my light. And it's limiting my reach with those in my community. It's limiting my reach with those that are on the job with me. God, tonight I'm calling out my bushel and I'm saying no more. It's time to let my light shine again and let it shine brightly. Maybe your bushel is a spirit of apathy. Maybe it's laziness and you say, well, I just don't have time for that. It's Christmas time and, and it's crazy and we're busy and we got a lot going on and, and I just don't feel like going to church. I don't feel like going today. I don't feel like doing this and I don't feel like doing that. I'm just going to lay here. Maybe that's your bushel. And you've got little kids that are home watching you saying, why isn't it Sunday? Why are we going to church today? Why, why are we not going to the house of God today? You've got to make sure there's no bushel covering up that light. You've got to make sure that it's shining brightly so those little ones, when they're watching you, you say, I, I know what I feel like, but there's a light that is shining and I can't let it be hid under a bushel. I can't let that be hidden anymore. I've got to pull it out. Maybe your bushel's fear. Maybe it's pride or arrogance that's crept in. It's hindering my light. Lord, let me be honest and real enough in myself tonight to see my bushel and see that it's got to go. God, if there is anything in my life, God, that is limiting my witness, God, that others are looking at me and saying, well, I don't want what they've got, that they seem just as miserable as I am. They seem just as confused as I am. But if I could be real enough and be honest enough to say, okay, God, shine that light. Shine it on my, let me see, oh God, my ways. Let me see my errors and my flaws. Let me see the cobwebs. Let me see the things that need to be removed, oh God, so that I could be the very light that you called me to be. There are too many bushels covering our lights. Maybe we put them there. Maybe life put them there. Maybe someone else is trying to throw shade our way. No matter the case, time is running out and there is a dark world that desperately, desperately needs your light more than it ever has before. We can't afford to have all of these bushels covering our light. So tonight, God, flip that switch. Show us what needs to be cleaned up. Show us what needs to be removed. God, there are souls on the line that can't afford for my witness to be tainted because of a bushel. I put up because of my insecurities. God, I pray that if my children were lost in another state somewhere, that there would be a church of, a church of God that would say, you know what? We're taking all of our bushels off because there's somebody in our community that needs a light. 
So church, tonight I'm praying and asking you to consider the bushels in your own life because there are people's lost children in our area. There are people's loved ones in our area that are lost, that are looking for a light. And I pray to God tonight that our bushels would be removed because somebody is out there searching. They're out there looking, saying, where is it? Is anybody out there? I'm walking in darkness. Is there a light I can't see? anything what a shame it would be if the moment they looked our way there was a bushel over our light and they went on and walked further into darkness because they could not see the light that we possess what a tragedy matthew 5 says in the amplified says you are the light of christ to the world a city set on a hill cannot be hidden Nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. When you remove the bushel, the light begins to shine. The way that Jesus asks these questions, it's amusing. It's almost like he's saying, seriously guys, are you for real? Nobody is that ignorant to know that when you light a candle... And you put a bushel over it. It doesn't work that way. You're not going to be effective that way. Does anybody do that? Can anybody do that? Why would you, why would you even think of that? That's not even a possibility. That doesn't even make sense. No man does that. No one lights a candle and puts it under a bushel. Does he? Does any man do that? No one in their right mind would do such a thing. Yet that is what he is trying to convey is you cannot let that happen. He saw in our future, he saw what was coming and he said, there's going to be people. There's going to be some of my disciples that are following me that when they say, hey, you're one of his followers, aren't you? They're going to say, oh, no, not us. Not me. I'm not one of his. He saw that there were going to be people with bushels. And he said, that's not going to work with the light I've given you. When I've given you this light, it cannot be hidden. You've got to put it up where everybody can see it. You've got to walk around and say, I'm not ashamed. Yeah, I'm one of his followers. Yeah, I'm one of his. I I belong to the king. I've heard people saying already this week, well, Christmas is almost over. We're almost there to the New Year's. And Christmas hasn't even happened yet. We are so busy. We're already talking about what is next. We have allowed our busyness to bushel over our witness. I challenge you, not just during this Christmas season, not just going into the New Year, but every day waking up with the realization, I am bearing witness of that light. I'm here to burn and to give light and to share this light until I am gone. We've been singing it since we were children. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine. Y'all know it? How many of you sang that when you were a child? How many of you sang that when you were a big child? Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. And we said something like, don't let Satan it out. I'm going to let it shine. 
Don't let Satan it out. And then it says, hide it under a bushel. No. No. I'm going to let it shine. Since we're children, we're being told, don't do it. What you have is so precious. What you've been given is so powerful. I know it seems like a little light, but one little light in a very dark place makes a whole lot of difference. So children, so young people, so elder, you hear me tonight. Hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. I'm here to burn and to give this light. We are more worried about Satan foofing it out than we are about our own actions and our own bushels that have crept in and have entered and covered our witness, covered our light. God, don't let anything cover my light. Don't let anything limit my reach to our community, to our friends, to our family, to our lost loved ones. You're not preserving your light. You're preventing your light from shining into places that God intended it to shine. We need to share Christ more than ever. We need to let our light shine before men so that they can see the work that is not our works, but the God work that it is. This light that we have, it's not so that we get applause and we get accolades and we get a pat on the back every time we do something awesome. This light that we have is so that we can let the God work shine. To say, look, I once was lost, but now I am found. I once was in darkness, but he called me out of darkness and brought me into his marvelous Marvelous light. You are a light, but he, he is the light. John 1 says, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of man. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He, John, was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. John 12 says, I am come a light into the world, that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. Ephesians 5 says, For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. We're fixing to illuminate this place with candles all over this house at this time. Philippians 2 says that ye may be blameless and harmless, 
the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom ye shine as lights in the world. Job said, they grope in the dark without the light. There are people out there in the darkness. Oh, is there any light out there? Is there anybody that has a light? Can somebody show me the way? Can anybody illuminate my path? Can anybody show me how to get out of this mess that I'm in? I don't care about the cobwebs. I don't care about the dirt and the grime. All I know is I'm tired of being in darkness. I don't want it any longer. I want that light. I want the light that shines in the darkness. I want it to shine into my world. I want it to shed light on my bushels that I could see the things that are covering the light that I possess and say, I don't want it any longer. So let your light shine tonight. Remove the bushel tonight and let it shine. Let's stand all over this house. If you're around somebody that doesn't have a light and your candle's lit, reach out to them. Help us light candles in this place. John 8 and 12 says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Psalm said, The Lord is my light and my salvation said, for thou wilt light my candle, the Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. Once upon a time, a little candle stood in a room filled with other candles. Most of them much larger and much more beautiful than she was. Some were ornate, some were simple. Some were white, some were black. Some were red, some were yellow, some were blue. She had no idea why she was there. The other candles made her feel so small and insignificant. But when the sun went down and the room grew dark, she noticed a man coming with a small fire at the end of a stick. She then realized the man was going to set her ablaze. And she cried, oh no, please don't burn me. But she realized she could not be heard and just prepared herself for the pain that was sure to follow. To her surprise, the room began to be filled with precious light like you see here tonight. She wondered where the light was coming from when she then realized she was that light. Then one by one, this man used this little candlestick to light all the others in the room. During the next few hours, she noticed that slowly her wax began to flow and she became aware that she would be no more very soon. With this realization came a sense of why she had been created. Perhaps my purpose on this earth is to give out my light and to share my light until I die. I am only here for a short while. Please let me spend my time giving light to all who need it. And that is exactly what she did. Matthew 10 tells us if we're willing to lose our life 
for his sake. If we're willing to say, God, use me, Lord. Use me, God, however you see fit. And whatever becomes of me, so be it, God. But let me shine until you come. God created you and I to be a light and to let our light shine in a dark world, no matter how small or how large, no matter what color, no matter if we have much or little. We can't produce light until it comes from an outside source. May we let it shine until we are no more or until he comes again. Will you sing it with us? There is a Shines in the darkness. There.